Welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by solution specialist, data aficionado, MVP, and board game-loving Laura Graham-Brown. Laura is a passionate advocate for the good management of data because of the untapped value it contains. So I spent 10 minutes with Laura picking her brains and where to start when it comes to defining a data strategy. So, grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Tea. Every time. How do you have it? Like one sugar. Beautiful. My favorite. Left or right? Right-handed, but turn left if you have an option. <laughs> good book or good film? Oh, good book. Any particular favorites spring to mind? I, I probably have every book Terry Pratchett's ever written. Um, half of them I got signed. Nice. Keepers. One signed happy 21st birthday. And one signed, happy, not 21st birthday. <laughs> so this was just last year then, was it? They signed the 21st yeah, birthday? that's the one. Yeah, there that's we go. <laughs> Sausage roll or vegan roll? Sausage roll. Well, my daughter had a vegan roll over the weekend for the first time. She said it tasted exactly the same. I can't vouch for that. I prefer sausage roll. Anyway. Yeah. Digital transformation or data transformation? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, digital transformation. Okay. But data has data is important, yeah. Oh, very important, very important. Why? Data can tell you where you've been, what you've done, what your company's done, what what where you've what's what's happened, what other people have done. If you don't have the data, you don't have the proof. It's your story. And you can't predict what's going to happen. It tells the story. It tells the story. I've not heard it um, articulated in quite such a lovely way before. So thank you for that, Laura. Now most companies will understand the value of data, the importance of data. But I don't think that many are doing it particularly well, would you say? No, they're, they're, they far too many companies have far too many copies of their data. Duplicates. But, yeah, so there's duplicates. and Well, they're not pure duplicates. They're slight different versions. So that, that they took that extract on Monday, then they took that extract on Tuesday, and then they tweaked that column, and they did that, and they did this. So everyone's got what they think is their version, but... It's not the version. What's the problem that that creates? In very simple terms, it's the the, the, the snapshot's not at the same time. Right. The people doing their tweaks to it, so the data it doesn't say it doesn't say clean. So people who are adding their oh well yeah you know, the, the, we forgot to put that in so let's just add in that random date that extra manual data nobody else can replicate it. What would solve that sort of thing then? I mean that, that that's a fundamental problem. For a lot of businesses and it gets worse as they grow and they acquire and they buy new systems and different systems that don't talk to each other have different people doing different things in different ways we talk about this data we talk about data strategy now to define a data strategy or set a data strategy or, or a set of data governance p- parameters is that kind of your starting point if you really want to get on start getting on top of how it's managed um, so to get on the top of it and start how it's managed is, yes, you need that data strategy. Yes, you need that there. But one of the key things to have is somebody own it. Okay. And that person own it and responsibility for it at a really high level. So we look. We're, so I want somebody at director level, board level, who is going to turn around and say, at the end of the day, the data, I am responsible for data in this company. Even if it's, you know, other people, obviously, who are implementing said strategy. Yes. Other people are implementing and et cetera. But actually, when you need, you need somebody, you need a stakeholder at a high level to give this the importance that it needs. 
and it's with without that buy-in you're going to hit roadblock and you need that buy-in from a good high level to turn around and say yes this is important and and that's that is a really and yes you need lots of, you need lots of other things as well but yep. if you've got that person at the top saying this is important then you actually have the basis to, to putting out a strategy and a chance of doing it it's all very so, well to have plans but you need somebody who's going to say yes you can do that so you've got the stakeholder who's bought into your idea of the, the strategy however it is that you as the individual has put the strategy together stakeholder agrees okay so let's start to implement it what what sort of things might go into a, a data strategy what might you be thinking about and including understanding the the whole data ecosystem understanding um, all the different data elements across the business and the, the the places that they're coming from and understanding what the business needs from that data so so understanding what 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 can we know from this data what 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 actually what governance is there what um restrictions have we got on there so what so what kind of industry are we in is is is, is partly in there um and what's your protection on your data being kept etc so there is that there's putting in the guardrails of everything that's in there to make sure that the wrong data doesn't go to the wrong places. But actually, one of the really key things is, is what can we do with our data and what would benefit our business? Data is worth so much money for a business, so much. It is it's priceless. That whole thing of what it's for, well, why are you doing it? Why are you collecting it in the first place? It goes back, actually, doesn't it, to the, the whole stakeholder agreement, why they've yes. agreed to your strategy in the first place, yes. because it's going to tie into this business objective and help you achieve these goals. Ah, yes, in which case then, has my blessing kind of a kind of yes approach. yes and, and and you need to kind of you actually and it sounds very really bizarre but you need data on your data you need to actually understand how good your data is how clean your data is and how much data do we have do we have sales for the past 10 years or is kind of like from about five years backwards all a bit of a guess because nobody actually's got the real records all those kind of things you need to understand what's in your data and how good it is so as part of putting your strategy in place, then it's also uh, well, one of the steps, I guess, then is to look at what already exists. What is there? Why oh, yes. it's being collected? Yep. What are you doing with it? Yes. Yes. How? How? And who already owns data out there within your organisation? There will be data owners. Okay. Um, and even if they're not officially data owners, there will be people out there who see themselves as data owners. And you just need to understand what they've got and, and, and what the protocols are and, and what there are going to be some politics. There always are. But mm. well, hopefully with stakeholder stakeholder access in there, you've actually can overcome quite a lot of those. I've heard it. I've heard the role of the CDO, for example, the head of data is, is one of the most political in a business. Oh, yes. And the bigger the organisation, the more difficult it is, because the, the, the more the, the, the more variety, the more the more um, especially if you've got organizations that have combined so large organ i worked with one large organization which was many companies over the past 20 years and the data politics were just hilarious getting hold of the data was hard work how do you overcome that kind of thing then because i imagine that's that's rife in in a lot of organizations how do you where do you begin to massage the egos to bring people under your um your strategy your data strategy umbrella how, how might you start so, that um from two directions one from, with your stakeholder okay. to, 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 and the other is actually to go and talk to the people who own the data and and, and they are the the people who are a good a good dpa is very protective of their data they're quite often the most grumpy people in the world but that's what they need to be but if you actually go and talk to them and understand that it's their data and, it's, and but talk to them about 
This is providing a protection for data, a proper access to data, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then actually, and explain to them that this isn't just you trying to take it away from them. This is you trying to bring it all in so that's under one contr- uh, uh, under a good set of rules, et cetera, et cetera. Then actually, you get buy-in. Okay. Um, you just you take so to gently, gently with some of them, but usually you get buy-in if you explain to them that this is taking away some of the issues they've got with having to deal with users. People. <laughs> people like me idiots like me yeah yeah people who want to do things like reports and stuff it's taking away those some of those because you're putting in you can put in one layer that yeah. brings in access to that data and that that, that that we can make sure the data is in, is in a good place for that's being looked after etc cetera, etc cetera, or one or one place for the data in the middle i mean that's the ideal but it doesn't always happen we've talked about kind of strategy and people and processes and, and 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 sort of approaching people in different ways in order to get what you need we've not talked about technology we're a technology company for god's sake but we don't talk about technology and where do you think technology ranks in in when setting a data strategy is it is it a high thing is it kind of the last thing you think about it's important of course it's important um but and you need to understand what with 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 certain with with data goals so have we got a high volume of are we talking big data as in ridiculous size data are we talking high turnover of data all those kind of things you need to understand what technology would fit the data that is there so if we're if we're talking if we're talking a a supermarket transactions going through a till is a completely different thing or or website hits or those kind of things that could be thousands per, per minute compared to um, let's go for insurance world where the data is that the numbers are big, but you aren't looking at the same volume of data. So you just got to understand what's the best place for that data to be that's easy accessible. We've got enough space. We can do all the things we want to be able to do with it. So, yes, the technology is important, but you need to understand what you're trying to do with the data and what the data is to work out what the technology is. And all those, awesome. oh, yeah, it, the danger here comes if somebody goes, oh, there's this new whatever. Let's find an excuse to use it. That's not how it should happen. It, it does, but far too many times, it does happen mm. internally. Um, an IT department come across something cool they want to play with. Let's find an excuse to use it. Um, that's not how it should be in a data strategy. Yes, you need to be aware of the new technologies because Microsoft are bringing out new things that can really help um, weekly. Um, they are coming up with new things. They're, they're, some of their data tools are, are that are changing on a regular basis uh, and bringing out new things all the time. So yes, you need to know what they are. And we need to be aware of them so that we can move to the best thing for that for those people. But actually, at the end of the day, if you need to know this data or you need to keep these records or it doesn't matter where they are at the end of the day, what, what matters is somebody understanding the industry well enough to understand what you need to do with that data. Making sure that uh, the technology you choose is fit for purpose based on yep. what it is you need as a business. So understanding the business is actually, yes, we are a technology company, but we're a technology company that works with businesses. So therefore, we understand what our businesses are trying to do. There's a lot of people working in, 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 in HSO who have come from the industries. So therefore, they understand when we turn around and say, so what does some a warehouse manager need in data-wise? They, we've, we've got somebody who's been a warehouse manager. So they understand the role of, of what of, of data has to play in that job. Data is an asset that, when managed well, can provide insight from which to make more profitable decisions. But as with any asset, data needs careful nurturing to fulfil its potential. 
To achieve this, defining a data strategy is one of the first and most important steps. But as you've also heard, no data strategy can be successful without buying from the top, without the right people to support it or the right technology to enable it. Get those three things right and you stand a chance of creating a data-led culture and in getting measurable return from your data. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Visit www.hso.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters for more episodes. And until next time, take care of yourselves.